Blog Talk Radio. And I'm going to be with you for the next, whatever, 30 minutes, hour, depends how many calls that we have coming in. In fact, I want you to pick up that phone right now and give me a call. I want to pray with you tonight on the program. Uh, The call-in number is 516-387-1991. And just let's call in. Let's pray together and let's see what the Holy Spirit has in store for you tonight. Listen to this Acts chapter 2. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly, say suddenly, come on. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. Come on. God is getting ready to do a suddenly on this earth. I'm telling you right now, the supernatural is getting ready to break out. I can feel it. I feel it with everything that I have. A mighty move of God is getting ready to break forth. And I don't know about you, but I want to be part of this end-time awakening, this end-time revival move of God. Amen? Hallelujah. Father, I pray for every person on this broadcast listening to this, whether live or to the archive version Lord God, I pray right now that your manifest presence in glory would fill that place where they are listening to this right now. Fill that place with your holy angels, with your holy ministering spirits. And Lord, just touch them from the top of their head to the bottom of their feet right now. I lose healing right now. Healing from the top of your head to the bottom of your feet. There's people listening to me right now, and the enemy has a foothold. A foothold in your physical body right now. And Satan, I command you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ to loose that individual in Jesus' mighty name. Wow, listen to me. I have been so stirred up, probably for the last, I would say... The last three weeks, I have felt a shift, a shift in the spirit, a shift in the atmosphere. And there is, I mean, there is some mighty things going on. I've been drawn to on on YouTube, going to, um, talking about the past revivals, Azusa Street, in, in all these past revivals, uh, Brownsville Revival in Pensacola, Florida, I'm telling you, God is preparing his church. we got to rise up, church, and listen to me. This whole pandemic thing, this everything that's going on right now, any kind of deception that is upon the people, I come against it in the name of Jesus. I come against it in the mighty name of Jesus. And listen to me. This whole thing, the sleeping giant, the church needs to arise. You know, I I don't think we have fully grasped how much power and authority we have through the Lord Jesus Christ. 
Do you understand the word of God says that we sit with Christ in heavenly places? Authority, the same authority that Jesus ministered with on this earth. He has given that authority to us. The same Holy Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead lives in you, the born-again, Holy Spirit-filled believer. And listen to me, Satan would love nothing more than to keep you ignorant, than to keep you on the sideline, to keep you, come on, numb, asleep, not doing your part. So here's the deal. We as Christians, we need to know what, what is our calling, our each individual calling in the body of Christ. Listen, there's too many, too many general practitioners, you know, uh, where you're doing a little bit of everything. But listen to me. It's time for the specialist. What do I mean by that? It's time for the specialists to rise up in the body of Christ. It's time. I'm telling you right now. You need to find out what are your giftings. What motivates you? What, what drives your passion? What, what are you passionate about, spiritually speaking? What are your giftings? What, what spiritual gifts do you notice that are, that are active in your life? Friend, we need to take an assessment of our spiritual life, and we got to figure out where we belong within the body of Christ. We need, come on, I'm going to say it again. I, I, I feel a, a prophetic tip on this. We need specialists to rise up in the body of Christ. Every person listening to me right now, every born-again Christian, there's no other thing. No, there's not a Christian. To be a Christian, you've got to be born again. But every born-again Christian, you need to take an assessment of your life. You need to rise up and take your place in the army of God. It's time. There's too many people just wandering around like zombies in the body of Christ. Not doing anything. But listen to me. I, I, wow, I can hear it now. I can hear people that are listening uh, to this. I can, I can hear the thoughts that are going through your mind. Some of you all have been saying, yeah, but, you know, God doesn't need me. He doesn't need me. And I'm here to tell you, he needs you to rise up. He needs you by your own free will to rise up. And fulfill, make full proof of the ministry that he has given to you. Listen to me. There are divine appointments waiting to come to pass. There are some people that won't be ministered to unless you rise up and you take your place in the, in the kingdom of God. You take your place in the body of Christ. And you fulfill every divine appointment that God has for you to fulfill. So, you know, all this, these trash thoughts that God doesn't need me. Listen, that's the enemy putting that in your mind. You know why? The enemy is fighting against you. He wants you to stay down. He wants you to stay on the sideline. Because he knows if you get a revelation of how much God wants to use you, and how important it is for you to rise up and take your place in the army of God. Once you get that revelation, friend, you are off to the races. You are going to advance the kingdom of God with boldness. So I'm telling you right now, you need to sit down, get out a piece of paper and a pen, and write down what, what are my talents, what are my gifts, what motivates me, what, what, what am I passionate about? Spiritually speaking, what spiritual gifts do I notice? Uh, do I enjoy teaching people? Do I like encourage, encouraging people? You know, I'm telling you, start off right there. Of course, take everything to prayer. The, listen, 
Listen to me. It is God's good pleasure to give unto you the kingdom. Did you hear me? It's his good pleasure. The word of God says it's his good pleasure to give unto you the kingdom. Listen, God is not holding back from you. You are holding back from God. He wants to pour out his power. He wants to pour out his presence in glory. He wants you to walk in authority and power on this earth. The, the delegated authority that the Lord Jesus Christ has given you, God wants you to walk in that. Why? Because when you walk in it, he is glorified. The Lord Jesus Christ is glorified. The enemy's camp is pushed back, and the kingdom of God is advanced forward. Are you hearing me? So you need to silence the enemy in your thought life. And you need to start telling yourself, you know what? God does need me in his army. And you need to accept that call. You need to say, God, I want to be used by you. I want to walk in that power and authority. I want to push back the enemy's camp. Friend, it's time to do it. Rise up. Let it rise up. I know I can just see as I'm speaking, I'm speaking under the uh, the prophetic anointing of the Holy Spirit, and it is stirring your spirit right now. That's the Holy Ghost at work within you. It's time to rise up and take your place in the army of God. He's got amazing plans for you. Now, here's another thing. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Listen, there's some people listening to me right now. You've been so beaten down in life. You've gone through abuse and rejection. And you've been battling these emotions all of your life. Maybe a bad childhood. Maybe an abusive spouse, whatever, whatever it may be. But this has been hindering you from moving forward with God. So right now, in the name of Jesus, I pray for every individual that has been dealing with rejection and abuse. And I loose the healing anointing of the Lord Jesus Christ in your soul right now. Every part of your soul that the enemy has been taken advantage of your whole life. Right now, Lord, I pray that your Holy Spirit would go to those parts of this individual soul and that your glorious light would shine in the darkness in that part of this individual soul in the mighty name of Jesus church we need to arise we need to arise listen we are in the last days I know you know when when you hear that it just sounds kind of cliche. Yeah, yeah, last days. I know they've been saying. No, listen to me. Listen to me. We are in the last days. I don't know about you, but when I get to heaven, I want to hear Jesus say, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Do you know that some people, people on this earth, listen to me, even Christians, Christians on this earth, they live and they die without ever fulfilling the will of God for their lives. What a waste! What an absolute waste of time! Listen, we, the, the only reason we are on this earth, because God has put us on this earth, and you know what the original purpose, and it's still the purpose of God. He created us for fellowship with him. It's not about all this pride of life crap, this pride of life of, of oh, making all this money or, or having this job that makes me look good. Listen, I'm tired of that. It's done. It's over. It's time to get back in the kingdom mindset. I don't care. I don't care about how much money I make. I don't care about my status in society. 
You want to know why? Because I want to plunder hell in the name of Jesus. And I want to take as many people as I can to heaven with me. It's time, church. It's time to get serious. Drop every weight and the sin that has been holding you back, as the Word of God says. It's been holding you back. It's like a ball and chain on your life, spiritually speaking. And it's time to move forward with God. Now, I know life happens. A lot of junk. Some of you have been through divorces and death of, of family members, friends, and it sets you back. But listen to me. That's not the end. It doesn't matter. Some of you have been condemning yourself. You know, when a building is condemned... It means that it's no longer useful. Come on, are you hearing me? Listen to this. Some of you are condemning yourself. God doesn't condemn you. You're condemning yourself. You're making yourself sit out on the sideline, and you're saying, God can't use me. Well, I got something to tell you. If you look all through the Bible, from Genesis to Revelation, it shows God using imperfect, come on, individuals. I don't know about you, but I'm not perfect. Uh, last time I checked, there was one perfect individual that stepped foot on this earth, and that was the Lord Jesus Christ. So now, some of y'all need to take that condemned sign off of your life. Take it off. And burn that sign. And say, devil, no more. I am not going to walk around with this condemned sign on my life any longer. My life belongs to the Lord Jesus Christ. And it's by his shed blood and by the precious Holy Spirit, I am transformed, I am renewed, and I'm going to be used by God. On this earth. Lord right now. Every person listening. I just pray they would be stirred up. They would be stirred up. It's time to awake. Church it's time to awake. It's time to as the word says. Arise and shine. Now another thing I see. Is that. This humanism, this humanism junk has crept into the church. What's humanism? Meaning you're trying to do things in, in your own strength. It, it, you're, the only part of the equation of doing something is you. You're only thinking of yourself. You're only thinking, come on, of the natural realm. Well, I got news for you. There is a spirit realm. That is a lot more real than this natural realm that you see and feel and touch. And you got help in the spirit realm. The Holy Ghost, God's ministering spirits, his holy angels, cherubim, seraphim. Come on, somebody. The humanism needs to get kicked out of the body of Christ. And we need, you know, you look back. You look in the Word of God, the book of Acts, and through the New Testament. There was radical faith. We need to get back to that radical faith and believing God to show up. You know, if we step out and do our part, He's going to step out and do his part. He's going to confirm his word. Are you hearing me? He's going to confirm his word. We need to do our part, though. There's just uh, too much of this holding on to things in the natural and, and your own ability. Forget your own ability. Forget my own ability, okay? We can do nothing apart from Christ. We can do nothing that's significant apart 
from the Holy Spirit operating in our lives as believers. Listen to this, Mark 16, verse 15, starting off. It says, And he, Jesus, said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. Listen to this, verse 17. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name they shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. Listen, I don't see anything in there about social distancing. Are you hearing me? Again, humanism, get out of the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. The question is, Jesus said these things would happen, would take place in the ministry of believers if they believe. They shall cast out devils. Oh, well, how often are you seeing seeing that in the body of Christ? How rare is that? Yet, Jesus spent much, Jesus and the disciples spent much of their ministry Casting out demons. Setting people free. But no, 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 no. Now, now, okay, now people just try to say, oh, well, it can't be demonic. That that doesn't happen anymore, right? It just has to be a a, a physical infirmity, right? Just, you know, just something else, whatever. They, They try to explain away the spiritual aspect. Friend, if you want to get to the root of an individual's healing, if you want to get to the root of the problem, there's something spiritual going on. Whether there's a demonic spirit present or maybe a generational curse that needs to be renounced, you've got to get to the root. But many times the church is just picking fruit. They pick fruit, and it grows back because they're not pulling it up by the spiritual root. Listen to me. We are spirit beings. you understand that? We are spirit beings. We are spirit beings. We possess a soul, mind, will, and emotions, and we live in a physical body. So you are first and foremost a spiritual being. So if you want to truly walk in the power of God, number one, you've got to keep at the forefront of your thought life, I am a spirit being, and I have an earth suit. Your, your flesh, your physical body is an earth suit that carries your spirit and your soul, mind, will, and emotions. I'm try- listen, I'm, tr- I'm giving you some, some clues here. You want to walk in the power of God. You want to walk in, in the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Keep in the forefront of your mind that you are first and foremost a spiritual being. Now listen to me. I'm, I want to take calls for prayer too. If anybody's listening to this, Some of you aren't brave enough. Some of you are nervous to call. But if you want to call and you want to be prayed for tonight, I want you to pick up your phone and give me a call. The call-in number, are you ready? Get ready. Come on, dial this. Area code 516-387-1991. Again, area code 516-387-1991. One nine nine one. Man, the Holy Spirit is awesome. I'm telling you, there is nothing like the presence of God. The presence of God will change your life. You know, a lot of people, you know, they're they're mixed up in a lot of different things. But I'll tell you right now, you know what they're looking for? They're looking for the presence 
of God. The presence of God, attached to the presence of God is peace. There's joy. There's, it's just, it's a heavenly, it's a heavenly thing. When you experience the manifest presence and glory of God on this earth, it's like a taste of heaven. Pursue the presence of God in your life. God wants you to experience his presence. Mm. I'm telling you, there is nothing like the presence of God. But come on, pick up that phone. Give me a call. You want prayer, area code 516-387-1991. I'm going to take a quick break. I'll be back in a moment. you want prayer, area code 516-387-1991, we'll pull down some strongholds, get into prayer, listen, now this show is a Holy Ghost filled show, I pray in tongues, come on, you know what I like about that, is that the world will think it's foolish, it's stupid, Heck, some of the church thinks it's stupid and foolish, right? <laughs> I mean, but listen to me, but the foolish things of the world, come on. I'm telling you what, God will use you in a mighty way. Praying in tongues is so powerful. In fact, the, the more I pray in tongues, the more doors have opened up for me. The, the divine connections Man, I feel the Holy Ghost. I feel the presence of God in my home right now as I'm doing this broadcast. Hallelujah. We need Christians. God needs Christians that are unashamed to stand up for the things of God. The power of God. No, no, we, we don't need this seeker-sensitive stuff. We need to be Holy Ghost-sensitive. You know, when I pastored, I pastored on the west side of Michigan for about four and a half years. And, you know, as a pastor, you go through different seasons, right? Well, I can honestly tell you, I've had the most results of, of seeing people come to the Lord Lives being changed, an increase in the manifest presence and glory of God. Listen to me now, listen to me. When I was bold about the things of God, when I was bold about talking about things that maybe other leaders didn't want to talk about because they were maybe afraid of offending individuals. 
But you know what? God loves it. God loves when you're willing to speak up and break down barriers. I'll tell you what, when you take that step, it's kind of like when you put your foot in the sea, that's when he clears the path. When you step out for God, come on. See, sometimes he's waiting for you to take that first step. When you step out, it's like then his uh, anointing, like increases when you take that first step. It's like he's honoring the faith of you taking that first step. Now, I now of course, we can be bold and walk in love, right? But listen, how many of you know that if you're going to be bold about something, it doesn't matter how, how loving you are. People are still going to look at you and think, man, this guy's kind of being a little crass, a little rude, right? Uh, Because they won't like what you're preaching. But God didn't call us to be, um, you know, you know. Uh, j- just uh, just to preach for a show to get as much likes as we can. Even Jesus himself was hated by individuals, and he was love personified, right? I mean, we know we uh, we can walk in love and be bold at the same time because Jesus Jesus did. But listen to me, you will have individuals that will come against you for being bold. But that doesn't matter. you got to know if you're preaching the word of God and your motives are pure, God will honor that. I mean, you look at some of these uh, uh, some of the evangelists who, who speak and, and preach the gospel and how they're just bold, like Steve Hill. I've been watching. Uh, he, he passed away about five or six years ago, but. Wow, he was bold. He told it like it was. And, friend, when he did an altar call, people ran down to the altar because he's bold. He was bold about it. And he told people the way it was. It wasn't wasn't this polished, watered-down, seeker-sensitive version. It was bold. And when you're bold with the word of God, you're bold to talk about issues that other people aren't. Guess what? You're going to touch and you're going to prick the heart, the heart of individuals. It's so wild. When I was bold, when I was pastoring and even in the meetings that I have done, when I'm bold, it's it's almost like like the words that are being spoken are being – there's like an arrow of the anointing that just shooting it. it like it's like bypassing the the individual's mind and it goes right to the heart it's like god gives you the key to the heart of that individual it's powerful so i want to encourage you every person listening to me be bold don't worry about this this watered down stuff don't worry about trying to get people to like you Okay, uh, this uh, this is not. <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't. I'm I'm in a loss for words right now. Uh, you're not trying to get people to like you. All right, Jesus said that the world will hate you. Do you understand me? But so many Christians are trying to walk around trying to prove Jesus wrong. They're trying to prove Jesus wrong. Jesus, I can still do this, and people are going to love me. Well, I can guarantee you this. If your motive for preaching is just to get people to like you, you have failed in your purpose as a minister for the Lord Jesus Christ. Because Jesus himself said, the world will hate you because of me. We're led by the Holy Spirit. What I'm saying is be led by the Holy Spirit. Don't hold back. Don't hold back when you're ministering to an individual, one-on-one even. Not just from the pulpit, but one-on-one. 
The Holy Spirit might give you a word of knowledge to speak to an individual, and and in your mind you're thinking, oh, I better not bring that up. I I don't want to offend this individual. Well, guess what the Holy Spirit's trying to do? He's trying to give you a key to that person's heart. And you're you're saying, "Eh, God, you know, (laughs) Holy Ghost, you know, thanks anyways, but I'm going to try to do it my own way. I'm going to try to do it my own method. That's really what seeker-sensitive is trying to do. Well, listen to me. <laughs> it's time to get radical for Jesus. If we're going to see results on this earth as Christians, you need to speak the word and you need to do it boldly. Yes, in love, but love doesn't mean water the message down. Are you hearing me? Love does not mean watering the message down. Doing it in love means that your motive is love ministering to this individual. And you care enough about them to tell them the God-honest truth from the Word of God. Are you hearing me? Am I getting through somebody? (laughs) I'm telling you right now, if you are going to be used in this end time awakening, revival, move of God, whatever you want to call it, you're going to have to be bold. So, Lord, I pray right now, every person listening to me right now under the sound of my voice. Lord, I pray that there would be a stirring of boldness on the inside of them to preach and teach your word, to minister to individuals boldly, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. Listen. Don't be ashamed what God is trying to do in and through you. Shout it from the rooftops. Shout it from the rooftops. Now is not the time to be silent. Pick up that phone. Give me a call if you want prayer tonight. Area code 516-387-1991. Listen, honestly, if you call, great. If you don't, great. Because I can just preach this whole time. It doesn't matter to me. (laughs) I love talking about the Lord. I love encouraging individuals. You know, when I when I pastored and like I said, when when I was boldly speaking about things and not shying away, not not being afraid to offend people, when I would be bold about it, like I said, that's when people would come to the altar and with tears and saying, Pastor James, I want to make Jesus Christ the Lord of my life. They couldn't get to that altar quick enough at the end of the service because I was giving the Holy Spirit something to work with, preaching the full word of God. You don't believe me? Try it. Try it for yourself. Don't hold back when you minister to an individual. Just speak the truth in love to them. And in these same individuals, they, one time I was ministering to a couple in my office. They are sitting in the couch. I was at, sitting at the desk. And, and all of a sudden, they just started weeping. Like, both of them just started crying. And they're like, there's something different about this place. It just feels, you can feel God in here. I'm telling you, if you will be obedient to be bold, boldly preach 
and teach the Word of God. You are creating an atmosphere that the Holy Spirit wants to be around. And that's what it's all about. That is what it's all about. Holy Spirit, you are welcome in my life. Holy Spirit, you are welcome in my ministry. Holy Spirit, you are welcome in my marriage. Holy Spirit, you are welcome in my family. There is one being that you want to be on the right side on as a Christian, and that is with the Holy Spirit. There's the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. The Father and Jesus are in heaven. And the third person of the Godhead, of the Trinity, the Holy Spirit, is the only one of the Godhead that is on this earth right now to live in you, to use you, to minister through you to individuals, to help you, come on, in your personal life. To help you at your job, to help you in your marriage, to help you parent your children. He, the Holy Spirit is interested in every part of your life. And he is the only one that can put you over and make you victorious on this earth. Did you know that? So the last one that I would want to tick off, <laughs> come on. The last one that I would want to push away as a Christian. I'm talking to Christians. Of course, an unbeliever, they have no part. No part of the Holy Ghost because they're, they're not saved. They haven't made Jesus Christ the Lord of their life. But how many of you know there are some Christians that push the ministry of the Holy Spirit away? Come on, don't shout me down because I'm preaching real good. <laughs> there are some Christians that want to keep the Holy Spirit at arm's length away from them. They push him away. The Holy Spirit is prompting them in their heart. See, the Holy Spirit wants to take you deeper in your Christian walk. Some of y'all are just kind of waiting, waiting in the shallow water and just kind of kicking some water around. And the Holy Spirit right now, right now, this very minute, he's calling you. You're not listening to this by accident. You're listening to this because the Holy Ghost wants you to hear this message. And the Holy Spirit is saying, come out, come out into the deep. Come on. He's saying, come on, go deeper spiritually with me. Go deeper. Come on. Come on. I'm with you. I will take you every step of the way. It's okay. You will be fine. You will be safe. Just come deeper. Come deeper. Come deeper with me spiritually. I got many more things I want to show you. Many more things I want to teach you. Some people have a great foundation on the word. And they stop there. Just right on the foundation. When the Holy Spirit wants to build them up. He wants to build on the foundation. Praise God that people have a good foundation on, on the, the basics, right? Praise God. I'm not, I'm not cutting that down or anything. That's awesome. That's great. That's wonderful. Praise God. We need a good foundation. Amen? But don't stop there. Don't stop there. I'm telling you, there is so many, so much... You can go so much deeper. You can go so much higher. The Holy Spirit has more things he wants to do in your life. Some Christians, they got saved, made Jesus Lord of their life. Praise God. That's awesome. They're on their way to heaven. Hallelujah. That's great. Thank you, Lord. But how many of you know, some push away the baptism in the Holy Spirit. They don't want to go any deeper. Oh, this praying in tongues stuff? No. Gifts of the Spirit? No, 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 no. Oh, those ended, right? Those ended after the apostles died. Wrong. There is so much more to the Christian walk. And God wants to take you deeper. The Holy Ghost wants to take you deeper. Come on, pick up that phone if you want prayer. Area code 516-387-1991. 
I know I'm speaking to somebody tonight. I'm telling you, someone listening to this broadcast right now, you're being stirred up. You are being stirred up. Friend, that's the Holy Ghost. That's the Holy Ghost giving you an invitation saying, come on. Come deeper with me. I got so much more. If that's you, I want you to lift up your hands right now wherever you're at. Just lift up your both hands right now. Go ahead. It's okay. It's only you in that room, right? Probably. Lift both hands and say, Holy Spirit, I want more. I want to go deeper. I want to go higher. I want to be used by you. Father, baptize me with your Holy Spirit. I want to pray in tongues. I want the gifts of the Spirit to operate in me. Make me a blessing to humanity. Make me a blessing. Don't sh- Listen, don't shut out anything that God has for you. Listen, I, I've been through some experiences, spiritually speaking, that just blew my natural mind. There is so much more. There is such an excitement serving God and going deeper. You know, I had an experience on May 3rd, 2007 in Big Rapids, Michigan. That changed my life forever. I've experienced the glory of God the angels manifesting. It's you go to James Brandt, B R A N D T, JamesBrandt.org, and you can read it right on my website. It changed my life forever. And you know what I was doing up to that point? What led up to that point? The Holy Spirit was stirring me up for quite a while. And my heart's cry to the Lord. Are you ready for this? Lord, there's got to be more. There has got to be more than just this. Lord, I, I love your word. Thank you for your, your holy word. Thank you that the, the individuals that I read about in the word walked in your power. But God, it didn't stop them. God, there has got to be more. I want more of you. I want to walk in the power and anointing of the Holy Ghost. There has got to be more. And I would be in the sanctuary praying at night. I would stay in the sanctuary until midnight, 1 a.m., 2 a.m., 3 in the morning, just crying out to God. Tears. Just, just so desperate. Friend, and I'm, I'm feeling that stirring even more. I'm feeling it. It's rising up. But that was the thing. That was my heart cry. God, there's got to be more. There's got to be more than, Lord, just going to church and listening to a sermon and then leaving. And then we're just kind of going back into normal life, blah, blah, blah. God, God, there's got to be more. I would walk around the sanctuary. And I would knock on the wall. I would knock on the wall. And I'd say, God, there's got to be more than just this. There's got to be more than just this. I'm telling you, I pressed in like never before. And God answered my prayer. He heard my cry. And it's his good pleasure to give me, to give you, his child, the kingdom of God. How many of you out there want more? Cry out to God. Cry out to God with faith. Just desperate. Are you hungry for more? God is stirring up his people like never before. He's preparing them. He's positioning them for this end time move. God, there has got to be more. There's got to be more than life, than just this mundane schedule stuff. There has got to be more. I don't know about you, but I want to walk in the power, the authority that God intends his church to walk in. Like I said, I've been watching documentaries about the past revivals of Azusa Street, Brownsville Revival. All these 
these moves of God, these awakenings, these revivals, whatever you want to call it. Just, there is nothing like the manifest presence and glory of God. Showing up and ministering in the cloud of his glory. I was just a nobody. I'm nobody special. But you know what? I pressed in. There were times I prayed in tongues for three, four hours. Five hours in a row, nonstop praying in tongues, just pressing in like never before. And you can do the same thing. You have that same opportunity. But are you willing to press in? Do you want more? Are you just satisfied with where you're at right now? Are you satisfied with status quo? Are you satisfied with entry-level Christianity? Is that all you want to do? Is that all you want to be around? No wonder. No wonder Christians get bored. I mean, just staying at the ground level. Come on. God has so much more for his church. I don't know. I mean, it's just a cancer a cancer of complacency has set in to a lot of the church. Well, when it comes to your relationship with God, we're not called to be complacent. Be complacent with what you have in the natural, sure, all that. You know, we don't want to get into greed, of course. But when it comes to your walk and relationship with God, do not get complacent. Are you hearing me? Complacency with your walk with God, it's a cancer. And it will generate backsliding. It will generate backsliding. God, stir this individual up right now. Just lift your hands to God. You're in your house, whatever, wherever you're listening to this. If you're driving, don't take your hands off the wheel. (laughs) But if you're in your house, whatever, lift your hands to the Lord right now. Say, and just simply say, God, I want more. God, I'm not satisfied where I'm at in my walk with you. Say, God, I am, I know I'm, I'm just kind of on the shore, just kind of kicking around water. But God wants to take you deeper. God, take me deeper. Take me deeper. The deeper things of God. To build on that precious and awesome foundation that you have built with the basics of Christianity, the basics of the Word. Some of you all maybe are a little malnourished. You're adults, but you're still drinking milk, the milk of the word. But now it's time to get the meat of the word. The Holy Spirit has more to show you. He has revelation to give you from the word of God. You know, that's another thing. The word of God is so rich. You can read the word of God and the Holy Spirit can give you so many countless ways. Revelation of of, of one passage of scripture, how to apply one scripture to many different areas of your life, many different situations that you're going to encounter. (laughs) It's amazing. The word of God is supernatural. Get the word of God on the inside of you. Some of you all say, well, I just, I don't have a hunger for it. I, I, well, when you're malnourished and, and you're, you, know, you don't even know it, you, you lost your hunger, guess what you need to do? You need to force feed yourself the Word of God. And together with the Word of God 
and your heart cry, say, Lord, I want more. Open my spiritual eyes. Open my spiritual ears. Activate my spiritual senses. I want more, God. Give me more revelation. Friend, I'm telling you, he will answer that call. He will answer that heart cry. There is nothing like the presence of God. I want to stir you up to press in to the presence of God. That's what you're looking for. I remember before the experience I had and stuff, I'm like, what am I doing just every Sunday? I'm just going through the motions. I'm just preaching and going home. And I'm just, you know, what is it? What is this, Lord? There's more. Seek the presence of God. Seek intimacy with the Holy Spirit. Are you hearing me? That's where it's at. Friend, I want to thank you so much for tuning in to the Revival Now podcast. I'll be back, and I'll be taking calls on the next one. So next time, call in for prayer. But God has an awesome plan for your life. And remember, I want you to press in. Press in and say, more, Lord. I want more. Until next time, advance the kingdom of God. God bless.